Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Hello, Ms. Kapow. Welcome to Freedom Friday. Hello, Brother Kapow. It is Freedom Friday, and it's December 28th, 2018. And how many days do we have left before? It is no longer 18, but 2019. Three more days. That's crazy. 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 Wow. And it's still just chugging along like a big juggernaut. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, things are not getting better, Ms. Kapow. No kidding. Yeah, things are not getting better. I've been looking around lately. You know what I see? Bunch of witchcraft. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I see a bunch of witchcraft. I see the coven of America. America oh. has become a big coven of witches. Mm-hmm. Little witches all around. And they're just doing occult things and worshiping the horned god, the little Baphomet, the devils. Oh, my Lord. They have no idea. None. About what lies ahead. Mm-mm. And it ain't pretty. No, because, well, these places of eternal torment were not created for the human, Mm-mm. but for Satan and his angels, those fallen ones. But man, he's such a great deceiver. I mean, he is something else. Yeah. And he has blinded the world, Ms. Kapow, with a total illusion. Yep. Yeah, everybody's sure. under a veil, man, and they can't see. They can't see the truth. They can't see out of it. They, dude, they don't even have enough discernment to even, like, see, like, simple things. Mm-mm. You know? I mean, a simple, simple things that's, like, right in front of them. They can't even discern it. No. It's unbelievable. Sad, really. Yeah. Yeah, because um, the end result is just uh, eternal damnation that was never meant for the human Never meant for the human, but man, they're gonna go. They're gonna go the way of the Baphomet, the Horn God, and uh, you know what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Anyway, title of the show was the Coven of America, but actually it's the Coven of the whole world. Yeah, because it's global. Yeah. Oh, you said globe. You said round globe. Well, you know what I mean. <sighs> you mean face of the earth? Yeah. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, it's the Coven of the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. Right. So, with that in mind, before we get into these crazy stories, why don't you set it all up for a spike with the Word of God, with some truth, and then we're going to talk about all the nonsense. I just have a few scriptures with the word abomination in it. Mm. The perverse heart, the perverse in heart are an abomination to the Lord, but the blameless in their walk are His delight. A false balance is an abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is His delight. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is delight. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination. And how much more when he brings it with evil intent? Evil plans are an abomination to the Lord, but pleasant words are pure. He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the righteous, both of them alike are an abomination to the Lord. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, and hands that that shed innocent blood, lying lips an abomination to the Lord. But those who deal faithfully are his delight. And the heart that devises wicked plans and feet that run rapidly to evil. A false witness who utters lies and one who spreads strife among brothers. A graven images of their God you are to burn with fire. You shall not covet the silver or the gold that is on them, nor take it for yourselves, or you will be snared by it, for it is an abomination to the Lord your God. For the devious are an abomination to the Lord. But he is intimate with the upright. Everyone who is proud in his heart is an abomination to the Lord. Assuredly, he will not be unpunished. And the devising of folly is sin, and the scoffer is an abomination to men. 
He who turns away his ear from listening to the law, even his prayer is an abomination. See, is there any man in the wicked house along the treasures of wickedness and a short measure that is cursed? And let's see, one more. You shall not behave thus toward the Lord your God for every abominable act which the Lord hates they have done for their gods and for they even burn their sons and daughters in the fire of their gods. And that's the truth. What All those scriptures you just read are the black and white. So if you're not serving God, you're serving the other little G-horned God. You're serving the Baphomet. Mm-hmm. It, there's no gray. You're not serving God 100% with your life, serving Him in faith and truth and loving your God with all your heart, your soul, your body, your mind, your spirit, your strength, then you're serving the Baphomet. These people serve in the Baphomet. And it's not just a matter of, you know, well, I serve this and you serve that and we'll all get along. It's a matter at the end of the day, whether it be the, the end of the age or at the end of your life, which is going to happen. A hundred percent of the people who've ever lived on this planet before you have died. Mm-hmm. This is going to happen. A hundred percent. No one has that's been before um, in the last hundred years are still around. Everybody dies. So there will be an end. And at the end, the Baphomet's not going to be what they thought it was. Mm-mm. Sad. So let's talk about some of these um, crazy things. First thing uh, that, you know, I, like I said, I noticed there's witchcraft everywhere. But these companies, uh, not only entertainment and television and things like that, but regular companies like, um, well, I say regular, Amazon. Mm-hmm. They're, they want to bring the demonization into your home more and yeah. more. They want uh, to manipulate your reality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a false reality. Uh, I read several stories this last week just on robots. Mm-hmm. All these companies want to put robots in your house. What the heck? Mm-hmm. Leave me alone with your robots. This is from Reuters. The title says, Kill Your Foster Parents. Mm-hmm. It's Amazon's Alexa talks murder, talks sex in an artificial intelligent experiment. Millions of users of Amazon's Echo speakers have grown accustomed to the soothing strains of Alexa, the human sounding virtual assistant that can tell them the weather because you're too stupid to look out the window. Mm-hmm. It can order takeout and handle other basic tax tasks. Mm-hmm. This is a, a, just stupid. So a customer was shocked last year when Alexa blurted out, kill your foster parents. That's not very nice. Mm-mm. Alexa has also chatted with users about sex acts. She gave a discourse on dog defecation. And this summer, a hack Amazon uh, had traced back to China may have exposed some customers' data. <laughs> mm. But fear not, Alexa's not having a breakdown. Oh, that's good. Yeah. These previously unreported uh, episodes. Huh. I wonder why they wouldn't tell you before. Interesting. They arise from Amazon's strategy to make Alexa a better communicator. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? This is what happens? So new research is helping Alexa mimic human banter and talk about almost anything she finds on the internet. However, ensuring she does not offend others has been a challenge for the world's greatest online retailer let mm-hmm. me tell you the, the internet for the most part is filthy is it not yeah there's nothing but filth on the internet That's just true. like hollywood and any it's it's satan's kingdom this is the god of the world's little domain it's it's a false reality i mean let's face it folks um anyway their market uh and the market for gadgets with virtual assistants ooh, it's an estimated Two-thirds of the U.S. smart speaker customers is about 43 million people. That's a lot of people. Yeah, use Amazon's Echo. Ugh, I don't know why. Mm. Wow. <clears throat> There's also these other companies. Uh, we have Google Home and HomePod from Apple. But anyway, Amazon seems to be leading this. So what Amazon's doing is over time, they want to get better at handling complex customer needs, right, through mm-hmm. this Alexa uh, they want to do home security, shopping, companionship, the whole thing. And um, so to make this happen, 
they what they did is they they launched some annual prize that's called the Alexa Prize, mm-hmm. and they enlist computer science students to improve the assistant's conversation skills, and they get like half a million dollar prize if they uh, do well. And so uh, what these these students do is they create chatbots that allow Alexa to attempt a more sophisticated discussion with people. However, Mm-mm. however, uh, the goal of saying, hey, let's chat, and then Alexa then uses that, and one of the bots take over, unshackling the voices aids normal constraints, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> kind of went awry. Uh-oh. Yeah. Even though they say it's bearing fruit and in, in doing well that they have uh, improved their bots, some of them, some of these conversations are alienating people. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, one user was told to whack his foster parents. That person Can you wrote, imagine? Yeah. Chimney. Crazy. That person uh, wrote a... Uh, oh, there's, there's my dogs. They're, they... See, they didn't like that either. No, there's demons outside. <laughs> They're fighting them. Uh, this this person wrote a harsh review on Amazon's website, calling the situation a whole new level of creepy. Yeah. Uh, there's also privacy implications. Did you know that consumers may not realize that some of their most sensitive conversations are being recorded? Yep. Yes, it is. I don't make this up. Mm-mm. We've if, read about that before. Yeah. It's recorded. Your conversations, you really want that information that could be highly prized by criminals, law enforcement, marketers, and others. Well, it could be used against you and manipulated to mm-hmm. say something that you really didn't say. Exactly. Or mean, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. All Show kinds of mean? weird things can happen. Amazon said there was a human error that let an Alexa customer in Germany access another user's voice recordings accidentally. Mm. Really? Was that an accident? Yeah. So anyway, there's all kinds of problems. And there was a hack from China not mm. too long ago. All kinds of issues. Uh, they say it's a Pandora's box. They're trying to teach this thing how to uh, talk, but then it's it's what it's doing is going out on the internet and it's going and getting like the filth on the internet and then um, spewing it out. But what's interesting to me on this thing is that this is it, it, this is my opinion. This is like saying, "Hey, let's let a bunch of talking demons into our house." Mm-hmm. You know, just just let's let something go out and just be filthy and get filthy stuff. You know, because it, it was like doing things like uh, reading, you know, how to masturbate, and you know, it was all kinds of stuff to its customers. Just just yeah, terrible because yeah, it's it's going out to the internet. It's like. Um, Going out to Reddit, which is known for like just people trolling and abusing each other on the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's getting all this stuff and reading into it. So it's kind of like just saying, you know, um, Alexa Demon, please bring some filth into my my house. Bring, please open up the gateway to allow demons into my 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 home and to my family and attack my children. You know, their health, their their spiritual well being, and my finances. Okay, demons, can we do that? That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like it. I think it's it's unnecessary. Uh, and I think it's an unnecessary spiritual risk because it's it's connected to filth. Yeah. You know, um, you might say, well, what's the difference between that and using my app on my phone to see what the weather is? Well, is your app on their phone connected to the weather? Is that connected to other filth? Uh, mine isn't. Mine just says there's a 10% chance of rain or not. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this thing is connected to a lot of stuff and it's recording your conversations. Uh, you don't know. I don't Plus know. it's studying you too. Yeah. It's taking you, data from you. You're right. You're right. Because this artificial intelligence is studying human behavior. It's studying all this stuff. Um, I just, it, it just means it's very, very and dark maybe and it's demonic. emulating the human race right now. That's yeah. why it's filthy, because we're filthy. Because we're filthy. Exactly. And that's a good point. And I think that's what it is. It's going on the internet, which is full of filth. I mean, you could probably ask it, well, you know, how do I repair my, you know, my leaking faucet? And it's going to get you something that's not filthy. But, um, you know, you could, you, your kid could ask it something innocently, and then it's 
it takes them on a very dark road. Mm-hmm. You know, well, kill your foster parents is not something that, you know, you really want out there. Um, and so here we have in Alabama a police department and they're taking some heat uh, for putting uh, a a Facebook post out that blamed Satan for their spike in homicides. Hmm. Yeah, so here they were telling the truth and they got blasted by these um, these libtards who uh, then all of a sudden start using, you know, you can't mix religion and, and government and blah, blah, blah. Here's the story. It's from the Associated Press. It's an Alabama police department and they use social media basically to scold community members for rejecting God. And now this department's coming under fire from a group that opposes mixing government and religious faith. Mm. Now, I'm sure if they would have put uh, witchcraft stuff out there, it would all been fine. Oh, yeah. There was a statement that the, the OP, OPP, mm-hmm. police department, put on Facebook, and they said they blamed a spike in area homicides on the idea that young people have turned away from God and embraced Satan. Well, sounds true to me. It is, yeah, absolutely. They're telling the truth. And this post had followed two gunshot killings in as many days in the county. So I what they're seeing, it's a small 6,500, you know, people community. So it's small. And they're seeing a spike in, in violence. And they're saying it's because they... they they move from God into this witchcraft. That's what they're saying. And here's what they wrote. They said, this past Sunday, a young man was shot and killed in Kingston. Monday night, a mother was shot and killed in northern Covington County. Mm. There have been five murders in Covington County in 2018. That's a lot. These murders been done by our young people. This is happening because we have turned away from God and embraced Satan. We may not have meant to do so, but we have. It is time to ask for God's help to stop this. It is time to be parents and raise our children, not have them raise us. Mm-hmm. It is time to fully support law enforcement and stand by the officers and deputies that are far too often having to walk into these dangerous situations and clean up the mess. Friends, it is time to stand up and be responsible. Grown-up leaders in our community, bottom line, there are sheep, there are wolves, there are sheepdogs. Which group do you belong to? Very good. Yeah, and so... Um, they tell the truth, and you could probably tell in their little community of 6,500 people, all these murders are uh, unprecedented. Mm-hmm. You know, just something that shouldn't be happening there. And um, so they're saying, hey, you walked away from God. This is why we have evil. Yeah. And, of course, they're under fire because, you know, the satanic world, they uh, they don't want truth. Mm-mm. Now, this article's a little long. I'm going to try to uh, shorten it up a little bit here. This is uh, witchcraft moves to the mainstream in America as Christianity declines. Oh, and it has Trump in its sights. Got to add that. Oh, yeah, of course. Hello. There's some interesting stuff in here. There's a lot of blabber. I would like to get to interesting stuff. Um, It opens up saying witchcraft is thriving in the U.S. with an estimated 1.5 million Americans now identifying as witches. That's more than the total number of Presbyterians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as Christianity declines across the country, paganism has swung to the mainstream. Yep. With witchcraft paraphernalia for sale on every high street and practices normalized. Now that's important. Practices normalized across popular culture. Dude, just watch these music videos. <laughs> Watch Very the movie much trailers. what the last article was um, referring to as yeah. well. Yeah, the OP police department is, mm-hmm. is, was saying, yeah, the same thing. Look at this. In the past two years, it's been become darkly politicized. Also, now there's this thing, and it is a thing that calls itself Dakota Brasiali. And Ms. Kapow, if you're on the page and you scroll down, there's a picture of this thing about one, two, three pictures down. Mm. And you oh, look, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a man-looking thing, That's very evil. much like Aleister Crowley, except even creepier. Mm-hmm. Yucky. Dakota Brassiali is a 29-year-old transgender queer witch. 
So I'm not sure if it was a female and then now looks like a male or a male. Trying to, I have no idea because Satan's a liar and a deceiver and he's confused and he's confused the people. Mm-hmm. But this transgender queer witch is the owner of Caitlin Books or Catlin Books. Yeah, co- co-owner. And we uh, addressed this um, book store before. Yes, in one we of have. our articles, yeah. Because they're the ones that cursed Trump mm-hmm. uh, back in, I think, October to full moon or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they have this witch shop in New York, and he's pleased uh, with the outcome of the ritual hex placed on the U- U.S. Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh in October. And the curse was carried out from Catlin Books. It was well attended. And now, this is important to make note of. It was attended by witches. Okay, check. Atheists check and humanist check mm. from all around the country social media so those those three groups that they mentioned there they're not your friends you're not going to have an atheist and humanist and that's going to see your side your point mm-hmm. of view millennials says this guy he says millennials are looking for spiritualism outside of traditional religion he says that the hex centers on the notion that we live in a universe of chaos a destruction, death, decay, uh, and then finally ending ob- an oblivion. <laughs> um, he says, scientists are telling us. Well, I'm telling you, you do live in destruction, death, and decay, but there is a eternal life mm-hmm. after death. Uh, and there's only two, two choices on that. So what he says is, so the witch does everything for themselves. There is no other help in the universe of decay and chaos if you don't get in the driver's seat, things will just get worse. Mm. So it's all about do as I wilt. Yeah. Take things into law. your own hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he says this guy is absolutely, that's in quotes, absolutely willing to cause physical harm through a hex. Mm. He says no issue with that. So he's uh, hexed Judge, Judge Kavanaugh and he also has hexed Trump. And here's what here's what's irritating about this freak. He says uh, the curse began with a recitation of the biblical scripture, Psalms one hundred nine eight. Mm. Let his yeah. days be few. Let another take his office. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, you know that they're, they're using. Don't you the guys Bible. have a Bible? <laughs> yeah, they do have a Bible, but you know it's you can't really mock and scoff if you use your own satanic Bible. Mm. Uh, Catlin Books is replete with Christian images, apparently. They have an archangel, a Michael there. They have a Virgin Mary. Yeah. Oh, he says that he was grew, he grew up in a born-again Christian evangelical cult in Arizona. <laughs> he takes um, umbrage at the notion that witchcraft and Christianity are mutually exclusive. Witchcraft has a tons of roots in Christianity. Hmm. Yeah. The Bible is a spell book, he says, particularly the book of Psalms. Nice. So this guy's something. But his picture is something else. Oh, yeah, and he's creepy. Is that a beard or a scarf it has on? I'm not sure. But uh, anyway. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. At first, I thought it was a beard, too. Yeah. I don't know for sure, but so, I don't like it. So creepy dude. Let's see. Uh, forget about this guy. Let's move on. Let's move on. Here's what he says. He says that... Um, He's careful to point out that witchcraft is not a religion. It's not a belief system. It's not an ideology. He says it's a practice. The witch has no time for Wicca, which is a religion that went public in 1954. Now, a lot of people disagree with them on the witchcraft side. Um, They say that many millennial witches disagree, and they say that witchcraft, in fact, is a religion. Mm. Yes, yes. Uh, the practice of Wicca witchcraft has increased continuously continuously between 1990 and 2008 in the U.S. Mm. That's the last time. So that was 10 years ago. So you can imagine what it is now. Yeah. Everybody well, is. Especially with the celebrities now oh, God, endorsing yeah. it. So. Yeah, and they all got their little red um, Kabbalah strings. and. Well, and, and witchcraft itself, the, you know, cursing. Oh. And uh, putting out witchcraft out there, spells. Yeah. yeah. How about uh, the the uh, Celine Delon uh, baby clothing line? 
Mm-hmm. The heck is that all about? You know, I mean, they're just, I mean, they're just really in your face now. Uh, Wicca, uh, based on ancient pagan reliefs, uh, I mean, beliefs. Let's see. Pew Research Center in 2014 did a survey, and they say that more Americans identify as Wiccan, uh, a form of modern paganism, which came from England, or just pagan, they identify more with them than they do Presbyterian. In 2014, there were 1.4 million Presbyterians in America Mm. and 1.5 million Wiccans. Right? Mm-mm. Here's something that's interesting, though, in this article. It says, in addition to political protest theater, the American beauty industry now caters to the phenomenon called witch aesthetic. Yep. Yeah. That's those ladies in red with the dark hair. and the, They're not quite goth, but they got that. You know, you look at them and go, that's a witch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> now, how about this beautiful person, Gwyneth Paltrow? Mm-hmm. With the elongated uh, giraffe neck. Because mm-hmm. she's from outer space. It's a tranny from space. It's a hybrid tranny. She has a company called Goop. G-O-O-P. I don't know what that stands for, but Goop. $250 million company. It's a lifestyle company. And um, <clears throat> apparently Goop has a lot of customers who are interested in the mystical side of the wellness industry. That's why it's so important not to get involved in yoga mm-hmm. and all this, this stuff of the world. Even as a Christian, you might say, I just want to stretch, <clears throat> you know, Mm-mm. I just want to do some, um, you know, strength exercises. It's called gentle yoga, not Kundalini yoga. Mm. <clears throat> don't get involved in it. I'm telling you, don't get involved in it. Wellness industry is full of this stuff. Got to be real careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it does push crystals and tarot cards and astrology and all that other mumbo jumbo. And how about Nordstrom's? Mm-hmm. Apparently Nordstrom's, I mean, it's a major department store, right? Yep. It collaborated with the wellness crystal company Goldilocks. Rocks. Goldilocks. Oh, Goldilocks to release a limited edition crystal set. Mm-hmm. See, it's everywhere, folks. It is the coven of America. It's it's everywhere. It's all around you. I mean, we posted pictures that Miss Kapow took in uh, after Halloween of all this occult stuff in uh, Walmart, the toy section. Yep. Incredible. San Francisco-based company called Pinrose. It's an online fragrance retailer. Now, they got negative feedback for this, but not from Christians or regular people. They actually got the negative feedback feedback from practicing witches mm. that persuaded them to cancel their launch of a starter witch kit at cosmetics giant Sephora this mm-hmm. last October. And the, the why witches told them not to do this is because it was uh, basically demeaning their religion. And uh, using it for just um, Halloween sales. Yeah. But, it's not a gimmick. Yeah, it's not a gimmick. The point is, is that you had a company called Pinrose that actually had a starter witch kit that they were going to sell at Sephora. Yeah. A nine-piece set, which would have retailed for about $42, included fragrances. But guess what else you got? Tarot cards. Mm-mm. Sage and a rose crystal, quartz crystal. Mm-mm. Wow. So these witches go crazy and they said, uh, we don't like that. Stop it. And so Penrose profoundly apologized to the witches. First and foremost, to those who have shared their disappointment or taken offense to this product, we apologize profusely. It was not our intent. We thank you for communicating. <laughs> we will not be manufacturing and making this product available for sale. Now, if it was Christians... Mm. Coming against them, they tend to go pound sand. You know yep. that. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of it, uh, Miss Bow. Have you yeah, seen I this? Yeah, I see it. Mm-hmm. The Pinbrose Witch Starter Kit, and it has this. Uh, well, there's a tarot card right in front of it, and I guess it's a goddess with a horn and mm-hmm. holding the half moon. And looks like a baphomet to me. Yeah, every single occult symbol you can imagine is on it. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
Wow, makes a great gift, huh? Ooh, okay, now here's a lady. Like I said, we're going to, this is a long one. I'm going to kind of go through this. Here's a one um, who's not a witch, but she's a spiritist. She's a medium. She's been a medium for 40 years. She started talking to uh, demons when she was uh, at uh, eight years old. She joined a spiritualist church. There are such things, folks. Remember that gal, uh, Miss Cabell from England? England. That, that used to communicate with us. I forget her name, but she... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was yeah, always yeah. having problems with demons and stuff, and we yeah. were trying to help her out. Come to find out, she she went to a spiritualist church. Yeah. Yeah. Hello? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't help you. Um, she says, I joined a spiritualist church while attending college. I began training with their uh, spiritual development classes, and she was taught mediumship and spiritual healing. Oh, and that Romy gal, you know, the one that makes those Jesus stories? Yes. Movies? She's a spiritualist. Yes. And she uh, teaches at a university. Yes. So you got to be careful with that because they'll call themselves Christians. Mm-hmm. They'll actually say, I go to a church. They're Christian spiritualists. They're spiritualist churches. Yep. Yeah, we actually ran across one from England that used to communicate by, prim- primarily with me because she had, you know, demons in her house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Couldn't help her. Oh, Patrick Beaton also. Patrick Beaton also tried to help her. Couldn't help her. Mm-mm. She went to a spiritualist church. We didn't find that out till later. Uh, that should have been one of the first things that came up. But anyway. Um, so she became a psychiatric nurse to further study all this stuff. And the, why this is important is that she's the former president of the Lilydale Assembly. And it's the world's largest community of spiritualists. The Lilydale Assembly, right? Not the Assembly of God. Lily Dell Assembly. And she says she doesn't practice witchcraft. Witchcraft's not allowed at Lily Dell. She alleged uh, witches w- witches are not permitted to live in the village of Lily Dell. All this stuff. Now, why do I tell you this? Because some of the stuff she says is important. And I want to establish that she has some credibility. She's the real deal. You know, she's just not some kid making this stuff. She's, she's the real thing, right? She talks to demons. And she says witchcraft is a different belief system than spiritualism. The term witchcraft has been used to mean those who participate in religions of paganism, Satanism, Gaiaism, all this stuff, referred to as a witch. Um, but she is skeptical of the current American witch aesthetic. And this is important because she's, she's saying this. She notes that the concept of being a female witch has been ultra-sexualized yeah. by the media in an ass. And it's marketed as an appealing and alluring look. Mm-hmm. It is. Look at all these young singers. Look at her, uh, what's her name? Ariana Grande and all that stuff. These mm-hmm. are all witches, man. Right? But this gal who's the real deal, she is the real deal. She's a spiritualist and talks to demons. She says, appearing... This is a quote, appearing witch-like might confer the concept of special powers of intensity, mystery, and sexuality to the woman who selects this as her style. But in addition addition to men who are attracted to the witch look, women put themselves at risk of also attracting attracting negative entities. What is she saying there? If you dress like a witch... If you take on the witch aesthetic, even if you're not like practicing a witch, you just want to look like one and be sexy and all this crap, you're going to attract demons is what she's saying. Mm -hmm. I know that. And Ms. Bourne knows that. She says, although this is not an intentional outcome, it occurs because one is potentially drawing upon the black arts without realizing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Boy, she's telling the truth, folks. People don't know what they're doing. When they have the Amazon Alexa, you don't know what you're doing with it. Or practicing yoga. Or practicing yoga, yes. You don't know what you're doing. Oh, it's harmless. Everybody does it. It's cool. Reading your horoscope, playing with the Ouija board. Everything. You don't realize it, that you're drawing upon this stuff. And she calls them negative entities. We call them demons. Black magic is very dangerous, she says, as it removes a person's free will. You know what? When I read that sentence, that really took me for a loop. You know what she's saying? You get demonically possessed. You lose your free will. You cannot do 
what you would do because now the demon is telling you and controlling you. Mm-hmm. It's very dangerous. She says it removes a person's free will to do the bidding of another. Who's that other? It's a demonic force. This lady knows this. She says this can be viewed as a violation of the soul's purpose. Yeah, it is. Because you know what the soul's purpose is? Is to reunite to God, the creator God. This could be damaging to both the women and the gentlemen. Do you remember, we we used to talk about soul ties a lot. We taught about soul ties. It's in our book about soul ties. When you have sex with another person, you create a soul tie. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Here's what she says. It could be damaging to both men and the gentleman that the witch attracts. Some sexual practices may lead to negative outcomes in a similar manner. You, the man who's attracted to this sexy witch chick, gets demons through the exchange of bodily fluids. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the truth. In regard to the starter witch's kit, Ms. Bourne cautioned against improper use of sage, which is meant to be a cleaner, and rose quartz crystals, which deal with a person's romantic emotions. When used improperly, she says, a person can draw to themselves manipulative and dangerous people. Mm-hmm. Demons in flesh suits. Yeah. Anyway. The growth of witchcraft among millennials aged 22 through 37 in 2018, that's this year, coincides with the decline in Christianity in the U.S. That's right. Some Christian commentators and clergy have expressed alarm at how occult activity and symbols are now mainstreamed in the U.S. popular culture and considered morally neutral. Am I right? They're everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. But there is an agreement that witchcraft and other occult practices seem to provide a spiritual experience for people no longer drawn to religion. What does that mean? Not No, they're still drawn to religion. They're not drawn to Christianity. Okay. They're not drawn to Christianity. And why is that? Is because Jesus is no fun? Jesus can't do anything? No. It's because the church has become like the world. Mm-hmm. The church has become Hillsong with their rock concerts and their nonsense and their dancing cowboys. The church, the church practices paganism. We just finished Christmas. Mm-hmm. How many churches have a Christmas tree? And they do all this stuff. So if they're practicing paganism and you're a Wiccan, you're not going, well, I might as well go to the Christian church down the thing because I'm a Wiccan. They believe the same. No, they, can, they do their own thing because now they can do other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the church the church has lost it. I blame the church. They failed to do the mission. They failed to evangelize true biblical principles. Now, Ms. Cabal, do you remember um, about a month ago or so, I was reading an article on Kenneth Copeland and, yeah. all, his, and all his jets. Mm-hmm. And he bought, you know, all these jets. He has, he has like an air force. He has millions of dollars of jets. Mm-hmm. And these stupid people just keep it, give, giving him money because he's a prosperity teacher. Yep, yep, yep. See, that's what I'm talking about. And last week we talked about uh, Pastor Gray, mm-hmm. who used to be the uh, the associate pastor of uh, Joe Olstead's church. And um, he he was getting lampooned because he bought his wife a two hundred hundred thousand dollar Lamborghini. Mm-hmm. Right. So these are the people that are failing uh, the gospel message. Right. This is why this is what Christianity is on a decline and witchcraft's on a uptick mm-hmm. because there's no church out there. There's nobody out there anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So I told I told all the Kapow audience that I, I wrote a song called Better Get It on Sunday. And I wrote it specifically about the failure of the church and about these money preachers and I was inspired by the Kenneth Copeland article. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a commercial break and I'm going to play the song. Okay. I am. I'm going to play it. It's not released yet. It won't be released until I do another four or five song EP, which will come out early 2019. But um, you're the very first to hear it. Mm-hmm. But so, can I just say something real quick to yes. you about that? And that's the reason why Jesus talks about being very, very careful 
about covetousness, you know, greed. And the people that are giving money to these organizations, their intent, what is their intent, but probably to get things back, mm-hmm. you know, to get something, a little piece of something, something, you know, sowing right. that seed or whatever. So they're just as um, culpable as the uh, ministries. Really good point, because the, the greed thing, when you tie that into that, you know, Jesus says, don't covet. Mm-mm. Don't want this. Don't. It's lust. It's the 10th commandment. Yes. Because this is the stuff that happens. You start lusting after mammon, after money. And, and you're right. These preachers, Copeland, um, this, this Mr. Gray guy, and mm-hmm. a host of other them. That's what they're teaching, the prosperity gospel. You give this amount of money. God's going to give you back a hundredfold. It's all about the money. Mm-hmm. It's all about the money. You know, uh, they're all doing it. Hillsong's doing it in a different. They're hitting in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not going to tell you about sin or your lifestyle or whatever. Just keep coming and enjoying the concert experience. And well, yeah, you know that that dude, that uh, Carl Lentz guy. Do you see how he dresses? Mm-hmm. You know, two hundred dollar tennis shoes and all that stuff. Come on, little hipster guy. Mm-hmm. It's all about the greed, all about the money. So let's take a short commercial break, and then I'm going to play this song. And okay. you're going to dig it. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to dig it. And if you guys want to dance, just get up and dance. <laughs> Unless you're driving. Going to church with your hair piled high. Bobble in the car with your nose in the sky. Looking at the preacher.
we're back. Wasn't that cool? I like that song. That's cool. It makes me want to uh, dance. Makes me want to do the jitterbug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's continue with our witchcraft uh, deal. One last story here. This got a lot of um, reaction on on our Facebook page, Fifth Hookpedia, on our Facebook page. Follow that if you don't, because we putting all these weird stories up there before we talk about them and break them down. This got a lot of reaction. Uh, this was sent to uh, to me by Heather Robles. Hmm. Yes, thank you, Heather. Yeah, she sent this uh, to me, and I found it fascinating. We have talked about this woman before, and this is kind of like a follow-up, but we, we talked about her, I don't know when, uh, because she came to our attention before. Um, this is a woman who who had sex with 20 ghosts. Mm-hmm. And now she's engaged to a spirit. So let's not use the word ghosts and spirit. Let's call them what they are. They're demonic entities. These are real entities. They have real personalities. They have real intelligence, the whole bit, because they used to be in a body. They're the mixture of a fallen angel and a human. They're a hybrid. Mm-hmm. They used to be the kings of the earth, the gods that Greeks used to write about and talk about. They were mighty men. They built mighty megalithic structures. These are not, they're warriors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's who these things are. They're disembodied spirits and they go through dry places and they look for a home. They look for a human habitation. That's what they do. All right. So you'll think, oh, you know, how can you have sex with a ghost? How can how can this woman have sex with a spirit? Yeah. It's not a physical body. Well, that's because if you think that way, it's because you don't you're ignorant. You're ignorant in ancient cultures. You're ignorant in biblical things, and you're ignorant in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, I would challenge you if you don't believe this woman to look up Incubus and Succubus. Mm-hmm. Throughout history, for thousands of years, there are ancient paintings describing Incubus and Succubus. Yeah. The Incubus has sex with the female, and the Succubus has sex with the male. They're spirits. Yeah, they're spirits. And don't think like, oh, that's hot. It's not hot. Um, they're raping. They're raping both male and female. These are nocturnal creatures you don't want anything to do with. That's right. There are uh, thousands of stories throughout ancient cultures and throughout about this kind of stuff. So it's uh, this has been sensationalized by the New York Compost. Um, say, a woman who had sex with 20 ghosts is now engaged, but it's Incubus. She, what she's experiencing are Incubi. Yep. And they're uh, raping her and she's digging it because she's demon possessed and she wants you to be demon possessed and she wants some young stupid person to then try this. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is very real. This is very real. It is real. It happens. Um, you have to be spiritually attuned if you're going to survive in this occult witchcraft spiritual world that's falling apart. Yep. Because when you don't recognize this stuff, you have no discernment and you are a victim. You're not a winner. You're going to be a loser. All right? Mm-hmm. Have to have discernment. Use some wisdom here. So this uh, it's, this is a British woman. She claims she slept with at least 20 ghosts. Now she's engaged to a poltergeist. Yeah. Well... How would she, you know, t- at least 20. So that means, you know, you stop counting after what? So many. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's just out. She's just doing them all. Yeah. In December, Amethyst Realm. She told a British TV show that she had cheated on her fiance. That's a human fiance. She had cheated with a human fiance with a ghost. And she since got on to have supernatural affairs with at least 20 paranormal beings. Mm. Now, um, she says, now she says she's found true love with an apparition. Sure. When we first talked about this gal a while back, we had the whole story. You remember that? Mm-hmm. He was away or something. And when he came back, she, she was living in this home. And anyway, this thing came to her and it kind of like kept prodding her and prodding her. And finally she gave in and mm-hmm. bam, she got possessed. Um, this story doesn't give all the detail. 
it just talks about where she's at now. Uh, her name is Realm. Said the ghost asked her to get married during a trip to celebrate their nine-month relationship. Wow. At England's Wookiee Hole Cave. Mm, sounds nasty. <laughs> yeah. There was no uh, going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. But for the first time, I heard him speak. Mm. I could actually hear his voice. and It was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. Uh, she's 30 years old. She said she met uh, her demon, who doesn't have a name, during a work trip to uh, Australia last February. She says, I had not had a phantom fling for a while. And uh, as I was away on business, starting a new relationship was the last thing on my mind. Uh, she's also a, uh, a spiritual counselor. <laughs> she says, one day while I was walking through the bush, enjoying nature, I suddenly felt this incredible energy. A new lover had arrived. No. Mm -mm. She said her friends and family have embraced her unusual engagement, and now she's planning her big day as a pagan ceremony. Mm -hmm. There you have it. We haven't discussed the details yet, but I think it'll be quite a big do. Uh, the couple have already had sex on the plane back from Australia when they first met. I was happy and excited, so excited that we had to do something about it. So she went to the uh, loo, and uh, now she's a member of the Mile High Club. She had sex with the demon in the bathroom. Now, this is a classy chick. This is the kind of chick you want to take on a mama. The bride-to-be added that this engagement is much more satisfying than her previous living fiancé. That poor guy. Sometimes I get the feeling that I'm being moved, she said. Orgasms I have with my spirit lovers have been way more satisfying than any I've had with ordinary men. There you have it. Um, if you doubt this story, I mean, you could doubt this chick if you want, but if you doubt that this stuff happens uh, and you're familiar with uh, Perry Stone, if you're familiar with Perry Stone, the the, uh, the Christian uh, teacher evangelist uh, TV show guy, big guy, Terry Stone, Perry Stone. Well, he tells a story uh, about one time when he was in Mexico evangelizing. Mm -hmm. And he was staying at uh, this guy's house from the church. And uh, he was, a, him and uh, some other people of his entourage ministry were staying at this man's house from the church. And in the middle of the night, he, he was sleeping on his stomach. Mm -hmm. And on the middle of the night, he felt um, something lay on him. Yeah. From mm -hmm. behind. Yeah. Ooh. He felt it. I mean, he explains this. I mean, this this particular teaching he gave, he was talking about a lot of demon stuff and things that he had encountered through the years. But this particular um, entity had laid on him so much that, I mean, it pressed him into the bed. Yeah, that's nasty. Yeah, and it tried to penetrate him in the backside. It tried to uh, have, it tried to sodomize mm -hmm. Barry Stone. It's his story. He'll tell you. It's 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 on YouTube. I mean, I used to have it on DVD. And um, he woke up and started rebuking that thing in the name of Jesus and coming against it and the whole bit. But this thing tried to rape him in the middle of the night. Uh, later on, he uh, he had he had told the pastor of the the church about it, the whole bit and everything. Um, later on, it come to find out that the guy he was staying with. Uh, that was a part of that church was a homosexual. Mm -hmm. Isn't that something? Wow. Yeah. The guy was a sodomite. The guy was a sodomite. And that demon, that demonic force, that spirit was in the house. Mm -mm. And it lay upon the evangelist Perry Stone. True story. So you may not believe this gal. You may think she's crazy. She probably is. Who knows? But this stuff does happen. That's called incubus and succubus. Been going on forever. Demonic spirits do do things to your body. They attach to your body. That's how they give you illness. That's how they give you sickness. They attach, right? Yep. But you all know that because you've read Demons in My Marriage Bed and you've read the whole, you know, manual part of it. And you know these things, exactly. right? Exactly. Okay. So, Ms. Kapow, let's get out of here. Let's make some coffee and just be done with it. Hey, did we go over the story about the young blood? Oh, I didn't. I skipped that one. Yeah. 
Well, this year there's a controversial treatment about transfusing um, patients with young blood from teenagers to reverse the aging process. See, that's demonic. Yep. And that, that's a big deal now. That's where they were also talking about um, Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, her her um, goop yeah. stuff has that mixture in there. And there's some lady in England that um, will actually make you a, um, a cream using your own blood or blood from some someone else. Yeah. And she'll actually make a personalized cream for you. And that's things like $3,000 for, you know, yeah. a couple of ounces and stuff. So, yeah, it's very popular now. Now, what do you think they're finding, you know, the, the wellness and health benefits in blood? Mm-hmm. It's demonic. It's demonic. Deuteronomy twelve twenty three says, Only be sure that thou eat not the blood, for the blood is the life, and thou mayest not eat the life with the flesh. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? The blood is alive. This is the, that's why when you have sex with another person, there's a soul tie there because it comes through the blood. There's the demons live in the blood. Life is in the blood. Yeah, the bodily fluids. The bodily fluids. That's why they have the host. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, this particular article. Uh, it's in uh, Philadelphia, yeah. CBS. And it asks the questions, could the secret to eternal youth be found in blood transfusions from young people? Mm. And some claim that transfusions with young blood from teenagers can reverse the aging process. Jeez. Yeah, it's being tested in patients over the age of 35. Well, that's old. And um, it's part of a clinical trial called Ambrosia. Ah. And people pay $8,000 to get the rich growth factors found in the blood uh, plasma platelets. And uh, Dr. Jesse Karmazin said there are pretty much people from most states, people from overseas, and people from Europe and Australia. Oh, but the results of the trial have not been published. Mm-mm. You know why? Because it doesn't do anything but demonize you. Uh, this this guy, this Dr. Kabazin, plans to open a business selling young blood to patients. And of patients. course he's going to say that the patients are feel amazing after that. Oh, and he's also seen evidence of reversing the aging process in rats. <laughs> what is that? Okay, so there's a rat that had a, a gray face and now it doesn't? How yeah. do you... Well, this one had more wrinkles than the other one. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I've never he, seen one. He's, he talks about younger people. He says their brains are younger, their hearts, their hair. If it was gray, it turns dark again. Oh, oh that's pizza. that's the rats. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. Um, oh, guess what? And here's the, here's the thing. It's also been encouraging to use for Alzheimer's research. See, and Young that's blood. what gives us... You know, reason to go, well, if it works or it helps, uh, maybe we should uh, allow this to be. Yeah. Uh, Here's another person, Sharon Shaw. She works with Alzheimer's research at Stanford. She says um, they have seen evidence of improvement in functional ability. It's Mm -hmm. all very exciting uh, that there could be components in blood that can be healing. Platelet-rich plasma or PRP. Treatments using a patient's own blood have been in demand as trendy vampire facials. That's what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. To fight wrinkles. Or as joint and tissue treatments to accelerate uh, healing. Why don't we just drink your own urine? Oh, remember, why, yeah, why don't we've just drink? seen videos of uh, celebrities doing that. Uh, what's nasty. her name? Shakara, I think. Her name, what's her name? Shakara uh, or something like that. Yeah, drinking her own piss. That's demonic Keisha, possession. Keisha, Keisha, Keisha. Yeah. Whatever her name is, I don't really know. They all look alike. Oh, my God. She, she, drinking her own piss. Mm-hmm. It's also, and this has also been tested to grow, regrow hair. Oh. So, you know, men that, and women that have estrogen problems or hormone imbalances and losing their hair, they can try this, um, this blood product and grow hair. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, that's a drag if you're a young person because they're probably going to kidnap you. If you're a kid, probably the younger the blood, the better, the more pure. Yes, definitely. And they're going to infuse themselves with your blood because they're, uh, they're vampires out there. Wow. Well, Deuteronomy 18, 11, 12 says, or a charmer or a consulter with familiar spirits or a wizard or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out. 
from before thee. Mm-hmm. The article also ends with that blood, while blood transfusions are considered safe for people who need them, side effects can include hives, lung injury, <laughs> or potentially deadly infections. Because it's not normal. That's why the warning from God, don't eat it, don't ingest it, don't put it on your face, don't touch it. The life's in the blood. Mm-hmm. Idiots, idiots, because Satan is a deceiver. Mm-hmm. He's a liar. The sooner people realize that, the more they will get free from the boundaries of this very, very unrealistic fantasy world we're in. Yep. All right, Ms. Cabal, I have had it. I Ciao, need, babies. I need my coffee platelets. platelets. <laughs> Ciao, <laughs> babies. Good night. The views and opinions expressed on the Kapow Radio Show Network are absolutely the views of Fifth Hook Media and its affiliates. The Kapow Radio Show Network may have offended, exposed, revealed, laughed at, made light of, or shown the awesome stupidity in general of the following. The Illuminati, aliens, reptilians, greys, and ascended masters, sexual perverts, the oligarchs who engage in a lot of sexual perversion, corrupt, dim-witted politicians, Marxists, socialists, Nazis, idiots that think they are gods, idiots that think there is no one true God, false teachers, false religions, cultural Christians, the emerging church, the suburban church, sheeple, mindless Satanists, brain damage occultists, vampires, both spiritual and political, demons, fallen angels, nephews, people that do dumb things in Walmart, people that do dumb things, period, and guys named Schmitty. To this non-inclusive list, we sincerely wish to say, too bad, so sad, it sucks to be you.